welcome to episode 29 of the Universe Extended, where Planning Face Syndicate discusses anything Star Wars related. Tonight, we are super effing excited. I could say fucking because it's after show. I am super fucking excited to talk about the Ahsoka trailer number two, official one from Disney+. Plus. If you don't want spoilers, which I don't know why you don't want spoilers right now, because technically there's that real spoilers. We're just going to be making shit up as we go. But if you don't want spoilers, jump on out of this episode. But if you know us, that's what our universe extended discussions are. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Joining me tonight is JJ, the guy who does not think Thrawn is really that good. Gridiron, how are you today, whoa, whoa, sir? Whoa, 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 hang on, hang on, whoa, whoa. Let's clarify that statement here because that is not what I said. I said, I think Thrawn is a bad guy. I didn't say he wasn't good. He's a great guy. He's a fantastic character, probably my favorite Star Wars character. However, he is a bad guy. Sorry. It's like Zangief. Maybe he's a bad guy, but he's not a bad guy, eh? Yeah. I, I'm not sure on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Joining us also tonight as a newbie to Universe Extended is Alex, the guy who wants to like Star Wars but thinks Indiana Jones is better. How are you tonight, sir? You know, there's that a little R2-D2 and C-3PO cameo thing right there in Raiders of Lost Ark, I think. So, you know, it's basically the same thing, right? You're killing me. <laughs> Look, his his idea of Star Wars is seeing R two D two get thrown out of the SS Enterprise in JJ uh, Abrams Star Trek. <laughs> that would one hundred percent happen too. It, would be it like, did. It did. Yeah, it was... he threw an R two D two in there. It's a, it's a quick little Easter egg. All right, I hate JJ Abrams. <laughs> <laughs> this is before he did Force Awakens. I think it was his uh, audition tape. I guess. <sighs> so tonight we're going to be dissecting the Ahsoka trailer that we got the second one we got that my kids don't seem to like because they're weird um but we're going to be dissecting the ahsoka trailer and we're going to deep dive like this is some crazy stuff that we were seeing and i pulled out a whole bunch of easter eggs that we get to look at so with that being said let's jump over to the screenshots i have jj what are we looking at here so the first uh, picture that we have here uh, is the picture of what appears to be one of the Mortis gods, uh, which if you have not seen uh, the Clone Wars, I definitely highly suggest that there was actually a small three episode arc, if I'm mistaken, in the Clone Wars, where Anakin, Obi-Wan, and, um, and Ahsoka are taken into this, uh, this temporary planet uh, where they encounter... Uh, the the father and he has uh, two kids uh, that represent the light and the dark side. And his whole job is to balance the two from uh, overpowering the other. And eventually we see a play of this again in uh, Star Wars Rebels uh, towards the end of the fourth season uh, where um, Ezra discovers their... Uh, this particular mural at one at Lothal's Jedi Temple, um, and this opens. This essentially um, becomes a gateway for the world in between worlds, where Ezra is able to rescue Ahsoka uh, from her battle with Vader and bring her back into um, the current 
time again. Um, so hopefully we'll see uh, maybe this part of the of the lore come to life. I actually see. I will really be interested to see if they actually manage to um, to bring this into live action. All right. So okay. All right. So that's a mi- you have a million things that we're unpacking here, right? Like a million things. Just from one picture. Yeah, just from one picture. <laughs> so, are you one hundred percent sure that this is in Rebels and is from the mother father? Like, yeah, the Mortis piece? gods. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Or well, at least it looks like it. I'm not one thousand percent sure that it okay. is, but it, it's pretty close. It's pretty close. Because I like did one some of those people to me, <laughs> but I also haven't seen Rebels, so <laughs> I did some research and I don't remember seeing that exact picture in Rebels. Yeah, it's it, it's 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 very similar. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't it doesn't quite look exactly like the one that we saw at the end of season four, but it definitely resembles a, a hell of a lot of it. So yeah, because it could also I I could also see this as being an Ahsoka ancestor, and this looks if you go back to the tales of the Jedi mm. and look at some of her ancestors, this again not a hundred percent exact, but it does look similar ish to that. I agree. So I'm not sold that it's the world between worlds, but I'm not 100% unsold that, that they're not going to introduce some sort of multiversal aspects because A, it's Disney, B, Marvel did it, and that's like Marvel's big thing right now. And C, it helps solve some of the um, director consistency issues that they've had. I mean, if you notice, who did they announce to start producing some of the newer movies, right? Um, yeah. You know, like with Filoni being part of a lot of these different ventures, they're using it as a kind of a, a, a way to start bringing Star Wars lore closer into how they have the Marvel lore. Whether that's good, bad, or indifferent, it is kind of what it feels like they're doing, in my opinion. Um, So that world between worlds could, we could see things that would really piss a lot of Star Wars fans off. Not Alex though. Alex would be like, "Oh, hey, this is kind of cool. We get a whole different like. <laughs> I get to have a new uh, a new Force Awakens. We get to get rid of the Force Awakens and all that trilogy. Boom, gone, done. I like the Force Awakens. All right, so do I. But um. that was it. All right, next one here. We have um a newer ship, which I believe is very similar to the Asajj ship. Am I correct in that, JJ? So, um, actually, this kind of feels like the like an old Jedi counselor ship almost uh, that we see like in the old in the in the Republic, and we see it, I believe, in Episode One. Um, and I know that this is the particular ship that Ahsoka that we see at the end of Rebels, where Ahsoka goes meets with Sabine, and they go to try to find Ezra, um, and that's where we leave off there. So we know that's definitely a Sopa ship on there. Um, do you think this is a fighting class, like a fighter type yes. vessel, or is it like a transport more than anything? Nope, this is a fighter based on what we see later in the trailer. Do you think that we'll possibly? see this come and back to x-wing talk um do you think that we'll possibly see this come back in uh in x-wing for the republic and for um for rebels uh i hope so right like yeah i i can't imagine not having the ship 
this ship looks awesome. I'm sorry. Like this ship. Can you Our imagine space, if right? we can like rotate the wings on it too? Yeah. I mean, Alex, tell me you don't want this. It does look cool. Rebels do need a new ship. That's always fun. Yeah. Rebels won't get this one, though. I mean, it's during the Rebellion era, technically. So, I mean, it has to be Rebels. At, no, it's and, not. This is not during the Rebellion era that you see the ship. Yeah. And hello. This is after Battle of Endor, where that, that shows up. No, this shows up back, way back like in the Republic days, too. Oh no no! no. I thought I'm talking about this specific instance of us. Seeing this is this during show. season three of the Mandalorian when you see this. Hmm. This is this is taking place at the same time season three is. Yes, which is post Battle of Endor. Yes, yes, but farther than that. Like we're talking closer to Resistance time. This is between Rebels and Resistance. That's uh, it's going to be a further discussion that we have tonight. I think just put okay. it in scum. That's what they're going to scum is timeless. <laughs> Put it in scum. Yeah, why not? <laughs> you know what scum needs? More large base shifts with two die guns. With force. <laughs> there you go. But yes, I'm 100% excited to see this. This is like off the charts. I'm very excited for this. All right, next one I have, I skipped ahead a little bit. And, and we're going to kind of, I, I kind of do that throughout there, A, because some of the pictures don't fit together. But um, what this is officially, they've kind of dubbed Rebels Season 5. Even though it's not Rebels Season 5, it is Rebels Season 5. And this, they, the, like, the picture behind Sabine, and I hope to God we get a poster of this, because I will buy that poster in a heartbeat. Like, that will be the first thing I buy and hang on the wall behind. Like, they can replace my pirate ship poster for all I care. Um, But this is the original drawings that they brought back with the 2D imaging from Rebels. Yes. That's crazy, right? Yeah. It's awesome that they brought out that particular mural uh, from uh, from the ending of Rebels. And I, I, it's just great to see that uh, that that really important image um, just showing, like, the picking off the story right where it left off at the end of Rebels. It's really great. What's that white thing? The, uh, the It's a Lothcat, yeah. It's a uh, animal native to Lothal where the the majority of rebels took place. The show. Ah, that's why they had Lothal rebels as like their generic pilot. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Now, the next scene I wish Nick Sperry was here for because I'm telling you we have an official sighting of something that has only been an extended ever. Yes. It's we finally... We it finally briefly get the showed up in a Poe comic, actually. There was a E-Wing sighting somewhere in the Poe comics. Yeah, but to see it now come out in live action, like I think this is is huge, right? Just seeing that, you know, we get um we we see a new ship for the for the new era of the of the new republic slash rebellion um come out there for you. And I bet you that they will play it that Harrison Dula also had a hand in creating the E-Wing. And the reason I say that is because we know through the storyline through Star Wars Rebels, um, after the Battle of Endor, Hera jumped into the ship development phase where she helped create the Starhawk, uh, which is a massive capital ship that 
that basically helped take down the one of the star destroyers that that was over the battle of Jakku. Um, I, I think that her designing a fighter um, to essentially counter Thrawn's Tie Defender project um, will make sense for this particular um, this particular story. Um, so I'm I'm going to be really really excited to see some E Wing versus Tie Defender action in this series. Looks like they got rid of that stupid gun that was on the top of the ship too, which is good because that made no sense in my mind. How do you enter that cockpit? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Watch it like come out extend like it, it'd be like S foils, like yeah, extend all your guns and then the one comes out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh, that would that would actually be upsetting to me. Uh, yeah. So yeah, the next any, scene. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, any speculation on who would be piloting that? Um, no, no, yeah, yeah, yes. no, you're right. It could be Zeb, it could absolutely be Zeb. Uh, the, the other speculation I've been hearing a lot is Corn Horn, uh, making an appearance, <laughs> um, as a pilot. Uh, but absolutely, uh, we're gonna see a Sabine E Wing fighter, we're gonna see a Hera E Wing fighter because Hera has to pilot every single ship in the rebellion, honestly. Like, I'm surprised she's not on the Falcon already. <laughs> Has she but, piloted like every ship in the yes, ever? She's, She's she's led an assault on Lothal in an X-wing. She's obviously done it on the Ghost. She's done it on a Y-wing. Uh, she's flown it, uh, and she crash landed. Uh, she's flown A-wings. Uh, she's she's done almost every single rebellion ship. Do you know what I don't want an X-wing though? Hera and E-wing with the same ability as the A and B wings that could just pass off the lock she acquires beyond range three. Yeah, no, I think that they have to change that because I, she. She's definitely more of an ace in an X-Wing, like going after ships and stuff. Sure, she's a commander, but at the same time, I feel like she, her her actions in the Battle of Thawne X-Wing would grant her different abilities to make it more ace-like. Kind of like a reverse Poe, how Poe went from like a flyboy, uh, you know, boosting himself with his actions to a commander. And I think it would be the reverse for Hera in that instance, at least. Yeah, the other option it was that I kind of thought of, like, and the only reason I say this is because unless we see the E-Wing hit the New Republic, you know, mantra, like, there, if you go back to Mandalorian Season 3, there's blue vests, right? And blue vests indicate old Rebellion garb. That's old Rebel garb, right? That's not new garb. They force them to change. And there's another scene, and I didn't take a picture of it, that has, uh, with Balin, the... Um, we'll call him the Jedi that defected against them, the, the Ahsoka Jedi kind of, yeah. right? Um, in that scene, there is blue, like there is old painted ships as well in that, 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 um, atmosphere. So I'm not a hundred percent sold that this is going to be a new Republic <clears throat> ship specifically that, that it may be something that, um, old remnants of the rebellion. I mean, Again, we saw Zeb in the old garb. Zeb was not in the new getup. Mm -hmm. That could just be nothing. It could just be all of us crazy fans looking into BS stuff that really doesn't exist. But in fairness, like that is definitely something that's different um, that we didn't think we'd see. All right. We got to move on. Otherwise, we're going to be here all night. Uh, the next piece here, and, and I put these two together, and this is where JJ and I are differing a little bit. Um, in our discussion. And this is, we have a bet now. I, I don't care what he says. We have a bet because if Sabine comes out as force sensitive, JJ has to wear lion's attire during every show. 
And if he's wrong, I have to wear a stupid Giants hat for one show. <laughs> no, 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 sir. Giants attire. It's attire for attire. Otherwise, it's hat for hat. All right, hat for hat. I'm not going to go out and buy a bunch of <laughs> Giants crap. I'll never, I don't even wear that. You never wear. <laughs> I only the only thing of Lions that I own is a hat. That's it. And I bought it at Ford Field. Other than that, I don't own. I don't like football that much. Personally, I have an Indomitian jersey. I can lend you that. <laughs> is it a 2XL? Because if it ain't 2XL, it ain't fitting my fat ass. So, mm. all right, there you go, buddy. You got you well, to. Who's a Lions player, man? Well, at the oh, time, you know, I'm a big person. Anyway, um, so this scene we have, and this like is a bigger scene, a longer scene than we've seen before. We have Hera talking to Ahsoka. So the the first image is Hera on a holocron, like talking to Ahsoka. Um, basically about how Ahsoka is admitting that she's a failure at training people. We don't know what she's a failure at training. We just know she's a failure at training. The second scene is Sabine before she cuts her hair. And this is the super, this is super important. Actually, the more important piece is what you see in the diagram. And we'll get to that in a second. But this is where Sabine basically says, yeah, you, you effing, you fucking failed me master. And she literally says master. And so there's only two reasons she would say that. One, she's mocking Ahsoka, who said that to Anakin, right? Or Ahsoka took her on as some sort of apprentice in a time period where Ezra was gone, she discovered Sabine was Force-sensitive, and therefore we have a Force-sensitive Sabine, which, by the way, if we get a Force-sensitive Sabine in X-Wing, if that is does exist, I will be super effing excited about that. Like, just hands down... Like that will be. I will run whatever faction she's in over and over and over and, and over again. Does AMG retroactively give her a force point on all of her no, ships? Now, absolutely not. <laughs> nope. Because she wasn't. She doesn't have the ability to use the force at all until. Yeah. Yeah. Now, until so can you imagine her a just force, an Lancer? A force sensitive. Oh my gosh. A force sensitive Mandalorian. I'm here for it. Plan anyway. training and force. Hey. Yeah. Why not? Optics and force. Optics and force, yes. <laughs> so, um, so here's a couple of reasons why I don't think she's force sensitive. Right, um, number one, um, a lot of the things that we're seeing here is her using a lightsaber and such, and we've seen uh, several shots of her using the lightsaber. Now, if you guys have not seen Rebels, so we know that at the end of season four, uh, right before Ezra uh, makes the sacrifice play to get thrown out. Um, she he hands over his lightsaber to her for safekeeping. Um, so the same uh, lightsaber that she's uh, she has seen igniting is Ezra's lightsaber that she's held for Ezra until she can properly return it back to him there. And we know that in season three of Rebels, she went through a lot of training with uh, both Kanan and Ezra on how to use a lightsaber because she was a wielder of the dark saber before she handed it to Bo-Katan. Um, at the end of season three or the beginning of season four rather um, for rebels there um, so as a previous wielder of the dark saber um, she does have experience in wielding a lightsaber and she had used it before in capacity when she fought um uh, who was it uh, it was a Vizsla, uh, or sorry gar saxon um and um and she is proficient with it um so it would just make sense that she would keep up with it uh, with that particular practice on it the other part of it is that if we take a look at Mando season uh, season two, uh, or sorry, Book of Boba Fett, or is it Mando? I, I'm forgetting which series it was. Um, Ahsoka 
refused to take on Grogu as an apprentice. So why would she mainly because he was he would be Jedi? Why would she say no to this kid who is still essentially a youngling and all of a sudden take on a Because she failed Sabine. Because she failed Sabine. She failed him. Therefore, failed how? Failed what? We don't know she that. Failed when it's she not was enough information. Before, because we know when she meets Grogu, she had already been in cahoots with Sabine. We know from the other rebels that Sabine and her were were close and that there is a whole weird confrontation where she leaves her, right? She could have taken her on as an apprentice and been training her, failed, and then said, fuck this shit, I'm done with it. And that's why she doesn't do Grogu. <laughs> okay. Why didn't she train Ezra then? Ezra's you remember, gone. there was. Ezra's gone. Okay. He, she, yeah. He had but a there master. was a time. There was a time where Kanan was searching for Ahsoka so that way she can train Ezra because he felt that he didn't have enough experience enough but, because, to train him. Okay. You're now and you're she, reaching it. You're grasping straws. Kanan was there. She wanted Kanan to be a master, therefore, blah 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 blah. You're you're not there. There's no excuse here in that aspect. That you, you the Kanan thing is not part of the the reasoning. The only reasoning that you can use here is that is that she's mocking him. Like that has to be your go to. Is that she's just mocking her? Because that's what Sabine does. Yeah, that's true. All right, so good. Glad we're in the thing. Um, what's important here though, <laughs> after that ten minute discussion is the actual images you see is depicting of where Ahsoka, we see Ahsoka later on in the trailer. Yeah. So Ahsoka shows up at whatever this site is, which we believe, which I believe is something to do with time travel or with the, the father, you know, son, daughter thing. Yeah, I think so. I think that's where, um, in the original trailer that we saw Ahsoka in, uh, where she ends up fighting, um, I guess those those orange Jedi or orange Force users, because um, it, it has those same really tall towers there. Um, I want to see. I wonder if this is like um, maybe Jedha, like another section of Jedha that wasn't destroyed in Rogue One. It could be. I I can see that. Yeah, because they had those giant, those giant like Jedi statues in there. So yeah. So all right, let's move on. The next scenes that I have one uh, plays into what I was already arguing, but here is them in that a specific vehicle, and guess who makes an appearance that we see, Professor. Was it Huza? I don't know how you say Huan. Huan Yan. Yeah, some of that. Yeah. Which I didn't know he was still alive. Yeah, me neither. I'm like, dude, this dude survived Order 66 and all this crap? Yeah, holy crap. Props to this one droid that made it out of freaking Coruscant in one piece. So I'm just excited we see him, right? Like, that's where I'm I'm kind of excited because he's there. Um, even though, like, I don't really care for him that much. He's kind of annoying, and I hated him in Star Wars Destiny. So here's here's a um, here's a pro Ahsoka's a Force user uh, thing, right? Because if she decided that she needed to build her own lightsaber, well, now she's got the perfect droid to help her do that, right? Exactly. That's true. Um, the next image I have lends me more to the. Uh, the theory of that she is force sensitive 
um, or was trained at minimum because they thought she was force sensitive. And this is a scene with Sabine and she's fighting that blonde or white haired girl. And that white haired girl essentially goes, uh, you, you have, um, what did she say? Uh, damn it. Now I can't remember. I blame Alex. Something about you don't have the power here or something, or you have no power here. Oh yeah. You have like no that. power here. Yeah. No, she, uh, I'm your father. She, uh, she stole it from Lord of the Rings. Yes, that's right. Um, but to me, it feels, you know, this is where she, they were fighting in a lightsaber battle. Because the next image I have is the two of them fighting in a lightsaber battle. Uh, there you can see green, the green Ezra lightsaber, right? And that's, you know, like, she's telling her you have no power here. And to me, that is, to me, it could just be a misleading thing, but it's saying, hey, it recognizes you're just some shitty apprentice that never did anything with your life, and therefore we're just going to call you out for it. Yeah. It's like you're a pretender. Your girl was playing with lightsabers, essentially, is what she's telling her. Like the next scene was very quick. Um, I don't know what these other ships are, but they kind of look like B wings. But here's a ship know. in between they're, them, so I don't know what these ships are that they're fighting against. So I, it makes me wonder. They're like those pirate ships, like those R thirty one or R eight thirty ones that we saw at the end of uh, season three of Mando. Like they look like the pirate ships there, but I don't know. I, I couldn't make it out myself. What exactly? What kind of ships those are? Maybe new Z ninety fives, Z ninety sixes. I don't know, like or or different Fang fighters. I don't know. Pretty dope. They almost look like like Ida's, right? But like size wise, yeah, yeah, they're pretty small compared. And then again, that is a large space ship. So, oh, well. um, but still, like if the the Edos just had folded wings yeah or repurposed vulture droids or something i don't know <laughs> well, that was the other thing is they kind of look like droids but they can't be like we're so far into the future these cannot be droids i don't know man mando season three we've already seen them reuse uh a lot of the separatist tech for for their own purposes so i mean and then they're in the outer rim even more so could be the next scene and that's that's an inquisitor, by the way, that that Ahsoka is chasing. This is an this this is essentially this a lambda, but this doesn't look like yes. a normal lambda, right? Yeah, no. I thought the same like modified exact thing. lambda. Yeah, it might be a newer model of a lambda, perhaps, um, like maybe an officer's like shuttle type thing. Um, but yeah, that's definitely a newer type uh, lambda. There, it definitely resembles the the like the main body of it, and the wings are adjusted on it. So yeah. What was like the landing craft that uh, Mads Mikkelsen used in Rogue One? Yeah, yeah, wasn't that like super similar to that one? Maybe. Yeah. It definitely, it definitely looks very similar to it. Yeah. All right. I just thought it was cool. It's weird that it's shooting at each of them, right? You know, like it doesn't look like it's going after one or the other. Um, Although they should have learned, you know, that you don't just uh, low fly against a Jedi. She'll just jump up and cut off your wing. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I don't know. That was actually a cool scene. Uh, we're almost at the end. We're almost at the end. Here is an Inquisitor, a new Inquisitor that has this weird face mask that we don't know who it is, but it's an Inquisitor that Ahsoka, we know for a fact, is fighting. And we're. I'm assuming that she's going to be a staple character throughout here. Now, 
<laughs> so total supposition here, but her face looks very similar to Barris Elfie. And I'm sorry, I don't know why I I want to believe that because technically Barris Elfie is probably dead, but we don't know for sure. Yeah, we don't know for sure. We don't 100% know and like her 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 face really reflects a Barris Elfie look. So as I, I as much as I really, really would love to see Barris make live action, um, I don't think that they have enough time to really develop that part without making her feel cheap, right? Because you know, she has such a great history with Ahsoka, um, you know, being friends early on and then her betraying her and her falling to the dark side. Um, you know, there's a lot of depth to Barris's character. You know, we don't know what she's been doing since if, if she even survived Order 66. And um, and if she does make it in there, you know, we want to have at least a little bit of a backstory for her uh, to see what she's gone through. If there if there could be something um, that can make a person care about her enough um, to make her relevant because the last thing we need is for like a big reveal that oh you know she turned out to now be an inquisitor and then Sabine takes her out and kills her and oh okay well I guess she was just the villain of the of the episode and that's it like it will feel very cheap if they did it that way um, so I would like to have her like as much as I want her to make a live action appearance I would want her story to be um, to be more fully fleshed out um, rather than just make a random guest appearance on on this, where they have a lot of stakes or a lot of things to set up for the coming movie for the the Filoniverse. And the last, but not the least, is my favorite image of the night. And I didn't throw any Thrawn in here because I'm so pissed at JJ for Thrawn. <laughs> but and and I'm telling you, like we saw Purgle. In Mando 3, right? Yeah. This thing is gigantic. This has to be like the mother or father Purgle or whatever. Or like, we'll call him Old Man Alex Purgle. Because this thing is like huge. Like that ship, that T-60 is big. But oh my god, like that Purgle is bigger. Well, you gotta remember that these... um these purple, I mean, they can grow large enough to wrap a freaking Star Destroyer and pull them out, you know, uh, into hyperspace. So, you know, seeing them that big of a size, I mean, it's huge. I mean, they even made the ghost look small. I mean, that's and that's just to show you like the size comparison on how huge these purple are. Um, so I'm really excited to see them come into live action and see what they do. Yeah, I almost feel like we need like a 3 a.m. like watch like party or something because like whenever this purgle shows up i i oh, like i'm sorry like rebels has like clone wars was amazing right but rebels has my heart like rebels just hands down is one of my absolute all-time favorite star wars content ever other than the thrawn uh newer thrawn uh series but rebels is just like hands down a very well-written show for the majority of the time and these purgle like are going to bring all of these feelings and thoughts and stuff like that back into the conversation. Yeah. Oh, that's the thing that a hob fights on the card. Yes. That he's shooting. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. And uh, interesting enough, the mining guild type was first introduced at the same time as Superbowl as well in that episode. I guess that's appropriate. Yeah. All right. 
I'm excited. As much as I do not want Thrawn to be the bad guy, and I'll shout out Desi thinks Desi thinks the series is going to be Rebels versus Thrawn versus the Grisk. And if you don't know who the Grisk are, you should definitely read up on um, some of your Thrawn uh, uh, stuff here. And all I know is that they continue to use these hair of the Empire garbage um, from the original Thrawn trilogy. And and don't get me wrong, I like the original Thrawn trilogy. The new one's just a million times better. Like it's just it's it's so much better written um hands down but i'm excited because we're gonna get live action thrawn which means maybe someday i'll get a actual star wars card with thrawn in it like give me thrawn defender or something i don't know give me thrawn something well i mean i will run him the new battle of endor pack uh that's uh that's coming out i mean we're gonna have uh chiss engineering tide defenders on there so I mean, hell, that's going to be really great to see, man. I might have to buy... I was going to sell my Empire, but now I'm going to have to keep them just so I can play them. Yeah. Because you know me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the second they revealed Chiss uh, Engineering I, as the chassis ability, I'm like, yep, that's an instant buy for Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Tanner doesn't even need it, but he's going to buy it anyway. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that was our discussion on the Ahsoka 2 trailer or second trailer. I don't know, whatever you want to call it. Um, I'm excited. I'm very excited for the show. Um, we will definitely be doing our analysis of this every week when it comes out. And I don't care if JJ can't join that week. It's just going to be me unless Alex wants to join me. I'm going to 100% have a conversation every week about that because Thrawn is my absolute favorite character um, in Star Wars, just hands down. But I am excited to see Rebels make an appearance again. Uh, if we get some good Chopper action, where we get Chopper doing his, um, you know, voiceover, I will be very excited because because technically, I think Chopper kills more people than almost everybody. Anybody yeah, in Star I think Wars, he has, right? he has more kills than Vader right now. Yep. Yeah, but they so, have more kills on R two D two. I think so. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Rough. He he soloed a uh, star destroyer on his own. R two D two blew up a factory of droids. Yeah, but that's droids. We're talking about <laughs> living people, yeah. organics. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was being inclusive. <laughs> I mean, he he's also killed a bunch of droids in the process. But yes, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you all for joining our Universe Extended. If you don't know who we are, we are Planning Face Syndicate. We run a Star Wars Miniatures X-Wing podcast every Sunday night at 2100 Eastern hours if you would like to join us each time that we play. Because, and I'm telling you, Star Wars X-Wing Miniatures is a very fun game. Otherwise, be on the lookout for other Universe Extended episodes where we cover... All of the Star Wars universe in its glory in whatever TV programming, book programming, or movie programming comes out. Thank you. Have a good night. And we will see you on the flippity flop. <laughs>